Focus. It is Troy with Royal Focus and uh, joined today by Theo Venter, author, public speaker, motivational speaker. And uh, well, if you haven't read Theo's book yet, Get Real, Staying Alive for a Living, well, I suggest that you uh, get on out and uh, get yourself a copy. Theo, good morning, mate, and thanks for joining us on Royal Focus. Good morning, Troy. Thanks for having me. Let's go back because for those people who who don't know, you're uh, making your way back from well, an amazing comeback from a horrendous injury, mate. Talk us through what's... What, what happened? Well, you'll, you'll pick up in the next five minutes or so. I yep. might have a slight yep. little accent in my yep. voice. <laughs> South I Africa? To pick up, but for those that uh, that like Rugby Union, it is from the Rugby Union World Cup Champions of the World. So I'd like to, to kick it off there. <laughs> well, uh, it is World Cup time, mate. So. <laughs> Isn't it? So, yeah, um, born and raised back in South Africa. Came over in 2006. I was only here for around three uh, months until my wife and kids came in tow. We basically started our lives in the land of milk and honey, being trained as a as a live linesman. So I, I, I'm a sparky working yep. on red power lines, mm. uh, high voltage stuff. So I was only here for about six months settling in when uh, I was found myself on a power pole one morning uh, with live electrical power lines around me. And uh, I was specialized in working on live lines. And it was one of those little decisions I had to make. I was, I was faced with a choice of taking a little bit of extra time because I couldn't get this fiddly nut off this power pole. I had to take a little bit of time either to go down and reassess my risks and, and do the right thing, or I could just quickly take my gloves off and, and just do this nut because it's right in front of me. You know, it's so convenient to just do that. I took the latter choice. That changed my life forever as I knew it. I was exposed to 22,000 volts and over a thousand amps that day that rushed from my left arm entrance wound straight through my heart and out my right arm and a big exit wound blow out of the right arm and, and that was from the line straight down to the, the steel cross arm. My lifeless body dropped straight back down into that bucket and that was basically the end of my life as I knew it. That was uh, I, I, I I still remember every single millisecond that of me right? being, yeah. being yeah, yeah. I, I had uh, nightmares for many, many, many yeah. years. Yeah. Wake up in an absolute sweat because it, 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 it's almost like a, when you everything goes in slow motion. When when that massive amount of power gets hold of you and it, and it pulls you in, it basically boils your blood. It creates a thousand degrees Celsius and it boils your blood inside your your soft organs. And uh, for two and a half seconds, I got boiled up until I lost consciousness and I dropped down into the bucket. And that, yeah, that was was the start of a very tedious, long journey. So how how long ago did this happen to you, Thea? This was in 2006, in February, 13th of 2006. Wow. Some years ago. And, well, moving forward, mate, uh, the great news is is that you're here to talk about it and that's what you do these days. Yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. So I got through, kind of got through it. Um, My first five days in hospital, they basically said goodbye to me and and no one has ever survived anything like it. But I, I, I got through it. I pulled through. Um, I went. I went the first month through about seventeen surgeries, and then um, it was a few months after that of recovering. And got back home after a couple of months in hospital, yep. and um, then it kind of hit you. You know, then you kind of realised because I didn't have any hands working, yeah, um, yeah. and I had to depend on everyone to feed me and and yeah. help me drink water and and help me walk, and you know it was it was a it was a big deal. So depression kicked in, and yeah, not 
not too well after that. So the whole the whole thing was just too much for me at one stage. Yeah, and yeah. the signs of suicide came back. And then a couple of years later, after fighting really hard to get through this, I decided that I'm going to dedicate my life to, to saving others so that they don't have to go through what I did just to get a job done. So your mental health and everything else, how did you get through those tough times, mate, with your mental health and everything else? Yeah, Troy, you know those days there wasn't many EAP no. yeah. programs and yeah. there wasn't um, mates in construction and um, and are you okay days and, and things like that. So unfortunately, I what happened was, I know it's going to sound worse now, but the stresses on a relationship so bad and so hard that my wife also left and I was, I sat, sat with three kids and without any any hands and mm. and you know then you're, you you get severely depressed uh that was the hardest thing i think was looking at my kids suffering because of some some stupid decision that i made some convenient choice i made and them them suffering because i made the choice that was the hardest thing to get through you know yeah. that mental health was uh, it was it was a really hard slog and a hard struggle to get through it but lucky i, I you know i knew my why i knew what drove me mm. every single day is to get those three kids up and healthy and send them to school every morning and at least give them some lunch and um, share a couple of weed bigs between them because, <laughs> you know, the, the workers' comp doesn't pay no, too much. No. Was there a question yeah. that somebody asked you to do, you know, to get you out of your depression or mental health? Was there one that sort of ticked the box somewhere? Yeah, there was There was a simple little, little thing someone said to me one day, which uh, I'm sure many people know, mm. but to me, I never knew this. Someone said to me one day, that black dog, that is that is eating you alive, mate. He said, look, did you know there's a white dog? And I said, no, what are you talking about? And he <laughs> said to me, there's a white dog and a black dog. Everyone forgets about this white dog. And he says, they're having a massive fight. And the black dog is winning at the moment. And he says, you know why the black dog's winning? I, I said, mate, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's because you feed it. You feed the, the black dog. You start feeding the white dog. He's going to He's going to overcome the black one and you'll see how your life changes. Mm. And that simple analogy just made it for me. I, I started reading books. I um, associated myself with people, like-minded people that's yep. positive, that yep. wants to drive and get through in life. And it it was, um, yeah, it just amazing how that changed my life. How are the kids now, mate? They are absolutely fantastic. I Brilliant. had my oldest son coming around this morning oh, yeah. uh, 10 minutes ago with yeah. my, my beautiful granddaughter. Oh, nice. And uh, my my both my sons is working in, in mining and my beautiful little princess is now 22 years old. We're going to just about to go on a camping trip this weekend. Oh, beautiful. So, no, nice life getting, is good. Getting on out and about. Hey, Tell us about the book. Of course, you are an author. It's called uh, Get Real, Staying Alive for a Living. Just quickly uh, talk us through that and how did it all come about for you? Well, I met this brilliant man called Ken Robert, working in the industry for many, many, many years. We we hooked up and every all our values aligned and mm. he said, me, mate, are you, can you write a book with me? And I said, absolutely, 100%. So we actually wrote two books. The one is Staying Alive, yep. Get Real, and yep. the other one is Convenience Kills, which is, uh, is two books that, that helps uh, organizations to influence the culture, to have culture transformations, to have a step change in, in how businesses work and, and how we can keep our people safe out there. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, of course, you're on the uh, you're on the uh, the talk tour, mate. You're uh, you know you you go out and and do talks, and I believe that your impact on day to day safety is one of the powerful things I've I've heard. Yeah, and loving it, still loving it. I've I've been doing this now for a, for a number of years. Yeah. I, I can yeah. see the results. I know where I'm coming from. I, yeah. I've spoken yeah. to over a maybe a quarter of a million people in wow. seven countries. Is that right? So um, yeah, I'm I'm working. Very hard to keep our people safe out there. How are you managing since then uh, the chronic pain? Because I'm, I'm sure that you've got still pain to this very day, pretty much, mate. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. that will yeah. never leave me. You'll never leave you now, no, unfortunately. No, but, uh, my, yeah, the, the pain is, is incredible. But on the other hand, that kind of sometimes I feel like it keeps me alive. It yep. keeps me yep. it keeps me down uh, yep. down to earth and like salt of the earth, it, it'll it'll always be there to to help me come down and know what life's about. Yeah, no, just uh, an amazing story. You know, just a, a great comeback from a horrendous injury. Nice that you're still. Uh, have you got still many guest speaking roles to do, mate? Uh, some motivational speaking roles coming up. Yes, I do. I actually, I'm just about to go on a, a world tour next year. So Where are you off to, yeah, mate? I'll, I'll be in Americas and, right and maybe better Europe and Middle East. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that needs a little bit of inspiration. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, but as well as, uh, I'm just about to go to Melbourne. I think okay. next yeah. week. Okay. And Sydney the week after. So all over the place. What about uh, another book? Is there another book in? Uh in the journey somewhere? There's a, definitely a, a, <laughs> a book coming out, um, and that'll be most probably the most important book, um, which will be an autobiography of exactly how my life went and yep. how I believe that what I'm doing now was was actually as my purpose. It yep. was thought of and done before I even knew it. So uh, it, it's going to be very interesting. Great to see that you're doing uh, everyday life uh, with your kids and grandkids and everything else. Uh, if people are wanting to know more about you, if they haven't done so already and they might want you to do some motivational speaking at their their place somewhere, uh, what's the best way, mate? Absolutely. TheoVenter.com. All you got to know is TheoVenter.com. It's um, Theo. Uh, Venter is V-E-N-T-E-R because most people <laughs> go as Ventor or Ventnor, which is not the one. All right. So com. Uh, I'm just about to launch my new website. Yep. So in about a couple of weeks, which is going to be very interesting. Uh, I've got a couple of videos on there, so feel free to go in and have a look. There he is, motivational speaker and uh, just, uh, yeah, a great man who uh, has come back from that uh, horrendous injury back all those years ago. Theo, thanks for your time on Rural Focus today, mate, and good luck going forward. Absolutely, Troy. Thanks for having me.